November 22, 1995. Why is this date special? Well, a certain movie came out that is very, very loosely based on one of the main characters of this movie. This is the release date of Toy Story 1, two years before I was born. Now, why is it important to me? Well, ever since I was a kid, I've always been fascinated by certain movies. Not to the point where I would obsess over them, but I'd be entertained. And it's very hard to entertain me with a movie. I mean, I am just never satisfied, honestly. However, I don't know. Toy Story's always done it for me. In fact, my introduction to the, the franchise, I guess, was actually Toy Story 2. I always thought that was the first one, but, you know, little dumb kid brain. I always thought, you know, it was just called Toy Story 2, you know? But no, it's called Toy Story 2 because it's the second one. But it's, you know, it's, it's finally time for Buzz Lightyear to get his own damn movie. Or technically what it is, is the toy is based off of the movie. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. I'll go more into detail. All right. Just a few days left until the Mexico trip. I'm not looking back, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, welcome back to the Meet Me Podcast. I read somewhere online that you could throw a golf ball at drywall and it'll bounce back no matter how hard you throw it. So let's just... Oh! That was a lie. Myth busted. Anyway, welcome back to the Meet Me Podcast. This week, I got to see Buzz Lightyear. I think it was just Lightyear, I don't remember. Uh, just Lightyear in theaters. It's an interesting movie because I guess they took an idea and just ran with it. What it is, right? Okay, before I even start, I never do movie reviews on this show. This is going to be a first. So, yeah, I never do movie reviews mainly because I'm never that serious about them. Like, I've seen some YouTube videos where they go and, like, deep dive analysis. They'll study the hair follicles of a fucking of a mouse that was on the studio set. Stuff that they take it way too seriously. Like, way, way too seriously. I'm not trying to be that movie critic, okay? I'm not trying to be that guy that goes, oh, 15 seconds to logos, negative one point. CinemaSins fucking sucks. I'm just saying that right now. And for all you fans that are gonna be, um, gonna be upset with me, he says it himself, okay? We're not movie critics, we're assholes. That's what he says. <laughs> anyway, fuck, what was he saying? Oh, right, Lightyear. It's a movie that's essentially based on the, the toy in Toy Story. That became a real toy because it was a fake toy in a movie called Toy Story. And it's a story about toys. You see what I mean when I say I don't take it seriously? Okay, yeah. Lightyear has to do with um, the movie that the toy in the movie is based off of. Very meta, I know. But I like the idea. Like... I saw that, and I, I came in thinking, okay, this is going to be like a movie for kids. Absolutely not. It's more like for teenagers and adults, the ones who grew up with the movie. This is like a hats off moment to them, thanking them. You know, it's, it's definitely a fan service. 
but it was way more adult than I ever expected. Like this was, there, there wasn't really that many funny moments in the movie. It was very serious. It took itself very serious too. My hat's off to the, the animation studio and everyone who made it, you know, for that very reason. Because it's not, it's not a kid's movie. I mean, yeah, some, some points there are. There are like really, really funny, cute parts. I mean, the cat, the electronic robot cat, I love that thing, honestly. It was so great. That cat's my favorite character in the movie now. I forgot his name. Wow. <laughs> I'm a great critic, ain't I? This week's been crazy. Right now, I'm kind of dealing with a stomach bug. Um, if I pause a lot, I might either be going to the bathroom or vomiting. I don't know yet. No vomit yet, but I don't want to... I mean, maybe vomit. There's a fucking hole in my drywall. <laughs> God damn it. So many things happen in what? It's, it's only been five minutes of recording. You know, looking carefully at that drywall and the big hole in it, I'm reminded of one thing. A really big plot hole in the movie. Which, admittedly, was already controversial to some people, which, you know, good for them, I guess. But, hey, gay people exist, okay? Don't, like, get, get over it, okay? I, I don't get why people are so heated about that. However, the movie is supposed to take place, let's say, it was supposed to air before 1995, there we go. Around the time Andy's, um, what, 10 years old? So yeah, basically, you know, mid-90s, basically. And if you guys remember those jokes from Friends or everything at that time, you would see that it wasn't exactly modern, you know? I'm reminded of, um that character from Friends going, what's my boy doing with a Barbie? It's like, a bit dated now, I get it. But in the movie, there's, um, there's a lesbian character. That's it. It's that easy, okay? Yeah. Why is that such a big deal, though? That's what I didn't get. A lot of people were upset on Twitter, which, by a lot of people, I mean like five or six people who would not shut up. Y you know how it is. It's always a small majority of people doing that. But it's a plot hole because it was, it should have been released at the time where you know, it wasn't as widely accepted as it was before. But it's not a big part of the movie. That's what I don't get. It's like a small side thing. Whatever. Also, the sandwich. The sandwich really stood out to me. And you won't get that unless you watch the movie. So, watch the damn movie. It's funny to me seeing it. Because seeing this quote-unquote futuristic meat witch, actually. Instead of a sandwich, it's a meat witch now. It's not a bad idea. I actually like it. See, what they do right is instead of a sandwich with two pieces of bread and a piece of meat in the middle, you have two pieces of meat on the outside and a piece of bread in the middle. So the bread stays crunchy in the middle and is surrounded by vegetables. But it makes, even in the movie, it makes a big sloppy mess. It's kind of funny. They say, hi, you got um, meat fingers and like they're all wet and stuff. It's, it's, it's kind of gross, but I, I fuck with it, honestly. That wouldn't be such a bad sandwich. So, I'm thinking of making one right now. Might as well. It's only 3 in the morning. I mean, I don't have two pieces of ham. You know what? Now that I think about it, I can't do it. It sounds like something I would make. It's just, I saw it in a movie and it really stood out to me because I thought, that looks stupid, but just clever enough to be a good idea. I mean, look at pogs you know when they came out what, what what were they for those who don't know pogs are little circular discs 
made of cardboard, period. That's it. That's all they were. And they were stupidly popular when they came out. Why? Because they had little pictures of characters on them. Like, The Simpsons Pog. And this is P-O-G, not P-A-W-G. Actually, I don't know. How was Pog spelled before it became an internet meme? P-O-G-S, I think it was. Research is being done currently. Milk caps game. P-O-G-S, yeah. You know, it's funny looking at them. Because I remember for the longest time, Pogs are still popular in other countries. When I was a kid, which was ancient times, Actually, no. When I was seven years old, pogs were still a thing. Not in the U.S., though. The last time I went to Mexico, I was around seven years old. We went to Mexico, and the pog fad was still around. They had them in little bags of chips. I could barely speak Spanish, which was really hard for me to talk to the other kids, but I remember them still collecting them. And I saw them, and they said topes. In Spanish, it's topes. In English, it's, you know, pogs. P-O-G-S. Not... P-O-G-C-H-A-M-P. I don't know why that's censored. It's funny to me, though. What am I going on about, bro? <laughs> but yeah, anyway, it just it just reminds me of that, you know? That, that idea. Like, it was small. It was kind of stupid, admittedly. But it worked. And in the movie, a dumb idea for a sandwich might actually take off. Like, the moment I saw it. I knew that it was going to be a thing somewhere. Some hipster in some cafe is going to make the meat witch, and it's going to be a big thing, okay? So if you hear that, like, I I'm calling it right now, okay? I'm calling it right now. The meat witch is going to be a thing. It was in the movie. You know, I should probably give spoiler warnings for those who care about those. I don't really care about spoiler warnings. Like, that's probably all I'm going to talk about, really. The meat witch and the turnip. Oh, I guess um, another spoiler warning for this quick segment. There was a part in the movie I didn't um, care too much for, and that is every quote that Buzz Lightyear has that was really iconic in the first movie, you know, Toy Story 1, is said within the first five or ten minutes of the film. Like, he just, like, spits them all out. And then only after that is it a more serious movie. At first, it's, um, I'm Buzz Lightyear, I'm always sure. As soon as I heard that, I remember, I think it was Toy Story 1. And then, you know, to infinity and beyond, that's, um, that's taken to a different, um, to a different meaning in the movie. Honestly, I never thought I would see it in a more serious light. Like, in the movie Toy Story, it's like, to infinity and beyond! And it's, like, really comical and stuff. It feels like an old classic comic, you know? Like, vintage superhero shit. Or vintage, I guess, sci-fi. In the movie, it's such a powerful thing, though. It's not just to infinity and beyond. It's more like a symbol. It's more like a gesture of friendship. And it was so, I don't know, it was emotional. <laughs> you know, like when I saw it, there's this scene that almost got to me because they do it really sadly. In fact, Buzz himself breaks down in tears. He's like, uh, he's speaking to a hologram of an old friend and she goes to infinity. She's like really old. And he touches, um, it's the whole finger thing where it's like index finger to index finger tip. Which, you know, is, I don't know, I think it's already a thing. But in the movie, one person does the index finger saying to infinity. And the next person taps the index finger with theirs, you know, the tip and goes and beyond. And it's a symbolic gesture of friendship. 
and oh my god that fucking scene ah <laughs> uh, that the the final the final goodbye to a friend to infinity and beyond and then he's just sitting there with tears in his eyes i've never seen buzz lightyear cry okay damn i i'm glad i'm glad i gave a spoiler warning beforehand because i just spoiled a major fucking plot in the movie i'll do it again <laughs> so it's funny to me thinking about one other character in the movie if you guys remember, he wasn't in Toy Story 1, I don't think. Toy Story 2, most likely. Where Zerg is finally introduced. You know, the big bad guy that is the antagonist to Buzz Lightyear. I did not expect him to be... There's a plot twist in the movie. That one I won't give away. Because I honestly do not like it. It's an alternate thing. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, time travel, this and that. And it just fucks with the whole thing. I think they got a little too ambitious near the end of the movie. But to be honest, I wasn't really paying attention to the movie. Um, <laughs> I was preoccupied with something else. But um, that was near the end when that, that part started happening. There's also a bunch of rookies who, when they first start, the whole Star Command... Oh, wait a minute, hang on. You know, I'm just remembering something. Give me a sec. I completely forgot about that. There's already established lore for Buzz Lightyear. You guys remember the 2000s? Like the exact year 2000s? Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. It's already an animated series. I'm looking back at it, right? And I'm realizing that the movie has nothing to do with the TV show at all. Like, they went off the rails. <laughs> Completely. They, they went from... They did that thing where they have a, a goofy, silly fun animation and they turn it gritty and serious it's like old batman versus new batman you know what i mean i'm looking at the old animation series and i'm realizing that this wouldn't be a completely different storyline so much as it would be a complete rebranding i have a feeling disney and pixar regretted giving um giving buzz that story admittedly it was very early 2000s you know it was up there with Doug and Recess. I remember those shows because I would watch them a lot as a kid. Um, don't care too much for them now, honestly. Um, very dated, I guess. But the movie has nothing to do with the old animation. In fact, it's like they're completely rewriting it. Zerg is already a pre-established character in the old animation series. He wears a cape. He's got no legs, which, you know, it, it is what it is. He, like, floats around and stuff. In the movie... Zerk is present. Eventually he shows up, but he doesn't wear a cape. Instead, he's really fucking badass, honestly. I'm gonna be honest. He could he could be a reskin of um of Iron Man. I won't describe how he looks. I'll give you a vague interpretation and the ending when Zerk takes off his helmet. I thought it would be some big moment where we finally see it, because it's been like since 1995. Already pre-established. We want to see who's under the mask. At least I do, anyway. I was so fucking disappointed. I mean... Wow. Like, I remember... I saw him. I, I had to I had to hold back my reaction because I was with someone. By the way, I met someone. I'm very, I'm very happy right now. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> but anyway, I'm talking about the movie, so... Back on topic. When, when he... When Zerg removes his helmet, and when they reveal why he's called Zerg, I was just... It, it was so stupid, honestly. <laughs> like... Lore-wise, it 
doesn't fit in with anything. But movie-wise, it's it's not a bad film on its own, right? It's like they're completely rewriting it, which I don't mind, actually. Because Buzz Lightyear isn't an established thing on his own, you know? He's a toy. So to take an idea and just go to fucking town with it, yeah, I could see that. What I'm really curious about is the Woody remake, you know? Because there's already an established... Um, there's, I guess, a bit of lore behind it. It was an old TV show from... Um, from the black and white era where the toys would be uh, puppets instead. I want to see some shit where like Woody's like mowing down guys with his um, Smith and Wesson Red Dead style. You know, that would be fucking awesome. It's that level of gritty for Buzz Lightyear now because now there's people actually dying. There's people getting hurt. There's emotions. There's a cat with a dart gun. I bought you five minutes. I still remember that scene. That's so funny. Weird. It's weird thinking about the movie right now because I'm looking back at it and at around halfway through, I was like, this is supposed to be from a toy. The, in fact, the beginning of the movie starts with a message saying, oh shit, tap the mic, my bad. Um, but the beginning of the movie says, Andy, when he was younger, purchased a toy or was purchased a toy from one of his favorite movies. This is that movie. So we're to believe that, you know, this isn't from the toy. This is from its own thing. The toy came from this idea. I have a feeling if Toy Story was never made, Buzz Lightyear could be its own brand. Like, entirely. Up there with, maybe not the Avengers, but like, I'm trying to think of a good brand. Um, Not even Harry Potter. I'd say just beneath those tiers, you know? Like, a good movie on its own right. But I do think that... If you're going in, if you're going in watching Buzz Lightyear thinking, oh, we're going to get, um, it's going to be associated with the Toy Story brand, you know? It's going to be all nice and campy. It is absolutely not. This shit is not for kids, really. I mean, yeah, a lot of kids were there watching it, right? And grown-ass me just sitting there. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't say it was a kid's movie unless you're trying to introduce kids to drama, suspense, not romance. There was none of that. Um, but yeah, that was, that was kind of cool. Actually. I saw a side of buzz that I never thought I'd see. And I don't like at the end. Seriously. I really don't like the ending. The ending fucked me up. Not because it was good, but it was just not what I wanted. You know, the whole time travel thing just was so stupid. I'm glad they shot it down before it got too bad. Cause time travel in movies is fucking stupid. I hate it. It's one of those Hollywood tropes where it's one of those things where if someone reveals it, it's like, that explains everything. No, it fucking doesn't. It just made it more confusing. And this is supposed to be a, a movie for like younger adults or teenagers, whatever. People who watch the um, people who watch Toy Story, but it has nothing to do with that at the same time. So I'm left here confused on its own. Lightyear is a good movie. Okay. I would watch it again. But if you try to tie it with Toy Story, you already fucked up because it has nothing to do with it. It has maybe just the references in the first five minutes. After that, it's just gritty and serious and dark. It's like, okay, it's not too dark. Admittedly, there are a lot of lighthearted moments. There's a lot of funny ones. There's that one character with a beard who I honestly just fucking hate because he ruined half of the stuff. He's like, oi, mate, I'll, um, I'll do this. And then he makes a mistake. It's always one guy. 
me rolling my eyes like I'm some big movie critic. I'm not a movie critic, okay? So if you guys are sitting here wondering, why is he critiquing so bad? It's because I don't know what I'm doing. That's what I do. I just do whatever I want. And people listen. You know, speaking of doing whatever I want, I recently bought a Polaroid camera. And I've been learning what double exposure is. So I might use one of those pictures for, um, for the podcast cover. I'm not too sure. But then again, it's, I don't know, it looks pretty sick. I'll use it anyway. Tell you what, I'll make one on the spot. You know what, that'll take too long. Never mind. Um, but yeah, if you're going to watch Buzz Lightyear, don't watch it with a perspective of connecting it to the Toy Story franchise. Just watch it as its own movie. Try to forget that you're watching this because it's associated with something else. I do like one thing, though. The design of the suit. If you guys have seen the trailers, you've already seen the spacesuit. Honestly, it looks really cool. Like, it doesn't look like a like the toy. I mean, it kind of does. It's like vaguely based on it. But it looks more like, um... Well, it looks like it could be its own thing. Like a complete rebrand. At some point, he changes suits and it's completely different. And, it then, and then it feels more serious. It's kind of funny thinking about it, because Buzz Lightyear was given a fucking massive head. Like, even <laughs> even for um, a regular human in the movie, his head is massive. Like, I think his chin takes up half of his face. And there's a little dot, a little iconic Buzz Lightyear dot in the chin. It's really funny, at least to me. Damn, you know what? I, um, I'm remembering right now when he's standing next to other people, and then that's when it's very noticeable. All the other people there... Or like, like everyone there is human, by the way. Except that one robot and the other one. Yet they're either robots or humans establishing life on other planets. In this case, you're trying to get off of one. Because they, they landed on there. Oh, spoiler warning, by the way. They landed on a planet in the beginning of the movie. And at first, they're like, oh, there's signs of life. Let's check it out. And there absolutely is. There's a whole forest. And they're all excited about it. And the more they're wandering through it, they're like, hey, this is this is awesome. And then there's um, it turns out the plants like grab whatever's there like vines but they're really 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 quick and it's more like tentacles than they are vines so they establish and they, he, he does the whole come in star command you know that thing it's kind of cool hearing it i'm a nerd fuck <laughs> but yeah i remember i remember that scene very well because at that point that's when it establishes that this isn't some campy fun scene no they're like fighting for their lives shooting at things there's like I'm not going to say guts. I guess alien guts count, right? You know? Because, like, it's like alien, but plant matter at the same time. They slice at it, and it spews everywhere. And then they're running. And then that big ship is about to get engulfed by the, the vines, and then they have to fly out of there. And it's, like, a really intense scene where they're trying to get out, but the vine grabs one of the legs of the ships, tilts it, and then it just starts flying into a cliffside, and then Buzz, that's when he does the whole, I'm Buzz Lightyear, I'm always sure, and then he pulls up, bucks it up, I swear to God, that's um, that's when things get serious, because it's like, oh, he's Buzz, he'll get him out of there. He does not. He, um, he crashes uh, partially into the cliff, makes a big hole in the side of the ship, they crash land really bad, and then they have no choice but to try to find life there. Or to try to fix things. And then the weird part of the, the plot at this point is they suddenly build an entire civilization in under a year. Like it just manifests. I guess maybe it's on the big ship. It all makes no sense. But for a, fanta like for a fantasy movie, yeah, that'll work. 
You know? D don't question shit. Just be along for the ride. I, um... I don't know. Oh, I guess people who, um... I guess people who do rating systems... I guess they'll go, ooh, it's like a... This out of ten. I wouldn't know what to rate it, honestly. It's a good movie. I'd say people should check it out. It absolutely deserves way more views than Morbius. Like, way more fucking views than Morbius. But I do feel like... I don't know how to explain it to people. You just gotta see it yourself. You know? I'll tell you right now. It's worth a watch. At least once. You know? Don't be like those guys who bought more billion tickets or something. Whatever. The Morbius meme was funny, but I do feel like you guys missed your ammo. You know? You guys missed your shot. You should have shot it at the Lightyear movie. Because that movie was actually decent. Morbius fucking sucked. <laughs> Morbius was fucking trash. Like, if I had it. If I had a place, if I had a, ha oh, fuck, what am I saying? Okay, okay, okay. If I had an entire nursery of children and I had to get them to sleep, I would play Morbius because it is so fucking, you're, you're brain dead by the end of the movie. And if you're anything like me, you were already there. I'm trying to save my brain cells, okay? I know I sound really fucking stupid, but like, that's why I have more brain cells that need preserving. Whew, man. Why am I going off on Morbius? It's not even a meme anymore. That thing's already dead. Dead and floating in the water. I guess because it'll be a funny audio clip. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, that's just going to do it for that. That whole scenario. You know, I'm going to be honest. Movie reviews are kind of fun. Although, I'm not going to come into this with the perspective of hit like if you enjoyed this. No, fuck that shit. If you liked it, good. What am I gonna what am I gonna say? Mm, hit like and subscribe. No, I don't give a fuck. Do what you want. Those people who do that whole like and subscribe thing, that sucks. Okay, I hate that shit. Cause at that point it's a business and you look like a Hallmark card and I fucking hate you. And I'm only saying this because I saw a lot of people every time I watch a YouTube channel, and before they say anything, they pan it out and they're like, ooh, like and subscribe, you know, all that stuff. If they emphasize on it, I dislike and I never show them again. Because fuck them. There's so many people doing that. However, I don't mind when you guys share it, okay? If you share the podcast, appreciate it, okay? In fact, right now I'm doing a giveaway. If you're active on my Twitter or any social media, or if you send me an email to the... Um, to the... Um, what's it called? I was going to say MGS. No, no, no. MWPBusinessContact at gmail.com. If you send an email there, you, you answer a chance to win a random item. Uh, most likely a mug. I give away mugs pretty, really easily because they're not that expensive. You guys don't have to pay anything. I just I cover everything, okay? But what you do got to do is let me know which mug you want because there's a whole bunch of them in the store. Some of them I took down because they're really stupid. Others, they're just there, you know? The real popular one is the one with my logo on it. So that one I'm kind of happy for. I hope you're still tuned in. I just found out something about the, um, the Buzz Lightyear animated series. That's really stupid and bugging me. Um, Zerg in the movie is not a robot. He's um he, he's someone in an exoskeleton. That's what I that's what pissed me off about it. Cause in the in the animated series and in the the movies originally, I keep I keep uh, comparing them. Okay, I'm sorry. I get it. You're probably sick of that. But you got to know something. Okay, in the animated series, if you never got into it, I just got to tell you right now, because I didn't know this either. I watched it briefly. That's that's it. 
But a quick refresher, he was a mob boss. A robotic mob boss with a robot army. Keep that in your head. Because in the movie, he's still a robot overlord. You know, he's got he's got an army of robots. Why did you keep half of the lore in? I'm trying so hard not to tell people what's going on at the end. Because I'm not wanting to spoil the most important part of the scene. Because it pissed me off. It might not piss you off. You might be like, oh, that's so... That's so good. That's so great. F fuck you. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a little, I'm a little ill-tempered right now. I'm very dehydrated. You can probably tell by my lips smacking a lot. I'm really fucking dehydrated. I'm gonna end this podcast before I fucking faint on the mic, because uh, I still have like three more to record. I do feel like I should record something before I go to the Mexico trip, because I'm not taking the mic with me. Okay, this thing's a fucking gem. Uh, everything I have, I have a whole room. I can't take it with me. I also can't soundproof um, wherever the hell I'm going. So yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you want a free mug, if you want to enter a chance to win, just email me. Okay? Seriously. That's all you got to do. If you win, cool. If you don't, try again. It doesn't cost anything. Okay? It really doesn't. All I need is an address, which for some people, that might be too much. So I'll ask for a P.O. Box. If you have a P.O. Box, I prefer it. But this week, I do feel like I have an idea of who's going to win. Because, well, I didn't get a lot of entries this week. Joseph, you're getting a mug. I'm going to email you right now. Cool. So I'll see you guys. Actually, I don't even think I'll see you next week. Next week, I'm going to be in Mexico. So... I don't know yet if I'm going to pre-record episodes and upload them or have a two-week hiatus. I don't know. Let me know on social media what you think. This episode's going to come out on Friday, so I don't know. Because I leave on Saturday. You guys have very limited time to tell me. Shit. Damn it. You know what? I'll try to pre-record. If it doesn't work out, I'll see you when I see you. Later. <laughs>